Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and this is the place where Kingdom heirs go to be informed and inspired. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. What's going on, Airflow family? Welcome back to another episode of the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas. And today I want to take some time and talk about something that I I kind of came across it in one of the podcasts that I listen to and I love it. Um, it it's kind of a self-help, self-motivation podcast. Um, and they were talking about things or traps to avoid in life. And I said, you know what, this would be good to share with my my Airflow family, because so many times a lot of us get caught up in we get caught up in some of these traps that are out there. Um, and w- as we go through some of them, you'll see where I'm where I'm coming from. And you'll understand like, man, because it, it, it made me think like how many traps have I fallen into just easily? You know, it wasn't like it took a lot, but when I go through these, you know, I'm not going to go through everything, but I wanted to break them down a little more um, and just really talk through them. And some of these things I've actually shared before, um, so I'm not going to go in depth with those. But here are, are things of, of just really how do I avoid or what to avoid and, and just really identifying what those traps are that we all get caught in and, and we all get caught up in them. So. You know, one of the things that that they talked about uh, in terms of a trap is and I had a whole episode victimized mind victimized minds. Um, You can go check that out on um, any of your podcast players or go to my website, airflowpodcast.com. Look up and listen to victimized minds. But this one is called the victimhood trap. And again, when we talk about victims, you talk about the trap of being a victim when you position yourself in life where you take a victim and you have a victim mentality it's a shift in your mindset and so in in that sense everything is basically happening to you you yield any control you have over your life to outside or external forces that will basically force you to make choices on things happening to you or it's it's that mindset you know, and that is a, a big trap because you have control over your life. If you choose to give that control, there are things and there are times where people can be victims. And, and, and I've said that before. There's always going to be something that happens where you might be the victim of something. But your life cannot be based around something happening to you. Your attitude about going and growing and doing things can't be, well, this is going to happen. And if every time I try to do this, this happens. So I'm not going to do this. And it's just always it's somebody else's it's somebody else doing something to me that's causing me not to be successful. And that's a trap. So we got to stop that. And I say we because it can be easy sometimes to fall into that trap. You know, and I, and I fight against that so much because I refuse to to allow somebody to have that kind of power over me. Um, and for me to feel like a victim and when you, when you always have that victim mentality, that is what it's going to be. So, uh, definitely avoid that, that trap. Um, one of the other things that I think we all fall victim in the, into this, and it's called the, 
They, they, they called it the plenty of time trap. And what was meant there is that, you know, we all assume that we can get to something. We got time to do it. We got time to knock it out. And what we always find is that's not the case or we meant to do this, but we we lost track because there's always something else that comes up. And it, it, it's not just about, you know, I need to go get this job or work towards this. It's relationships. You know, I I've, I, I can hear and I've, I've heard people so many times say that I was just going to call that person when they get that that Facebook post that somebody died or or somebody got hurt or you know, somebody's in the hospital or something. It's always when something's like, I meant to call them. Like I meant to reach out to them. It was in my heart to reach out and and talk to that person or send them a text just to see how they was doing. Like there's always those scenarios that happen. And I'm just using that as an example, but there's, there's the thought it's the thought process that there's always time. There's always time to go back to school. There's always time for me to take that, that vacation that, my family has been wanting for so long or desiring or, you know, my wife or things like that. There's always the thought of time, but we know time continues to move. We start to get older. Things start to happen differently. You know, and I'm not saying that, again, this isn't a doom or gloom, but you have to understand that we have to take control of time. And I'm, you know, you guys know you listen to me. I'm a spiritual person. I believe that. God is a redeemer of time, but we've got to take control of our lives to be able to um, ensure that. And this is kind of going back to that victimhood mentality, you know, a victim mentality. But we have to make time if that's important. I've seen people work so hard for so long. And, you know, I think I think there everybody has heard the story. But, you know, there was a, a gentleman who. um who worked at Burger King for like 20 something years and he retired, never missed a day, never missed a day of work at all. And he decided to go ahead and retire and they gave him a, a basically a gift bag with some candy or something in it after 20 years of service. Now, on one hand, you would say, what do you expect? It, it's a fast food restaurant. But you know, on the other hand, it just goes to show you, how much time did you miss away from family and other situations to be loyal to a company that wasn't necessarily loyal to you? Now, yes, you worked, you got a check and, you know, you, you did your job and they did their job in paying you. But my point is, don't delay. Don't assume that you always have time. Like when I get when I retire, I'll take trips and I'll travel. Well, who knows what the quality of your life would be at that point? Who knows what the quality of your relationships would be like? Yeah, when I when I I'm, I'm just going to work a little a few more years and build up and then I'm going to retire or I'm going to wait and then we're going to go take this trip. And we keep delaying, delaying, delaying. And, and there's a season for everything. This isn't one of those things where I'm telling people to go up, quit their jobs or go take a twenty thousand dollar vacation with their family just to just to bypass everything that they're building towards. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying, but you've got to stop thinking there's plenty of time, find ways. And I, again, go back to some of the other podcasts. The last one I did yesterday about got to get away. I mean, those things need to take place. No matter how small it is, you don't, you don't have the time. You've got to figure out how you can make time to do these things.
Time is not something that you can control. You can control the now. You can plan for your future. But again, you have to make sure that you are taking care of what you need to take care of and in, in protecting what needs to be protected. Because it's going to get to a place. And, and I say this all the time. It's going to get to a place where you're going to look back and say, man, where did all the time go? And then you want to try to take these long trips and you're like, man, I'm, I'm out of breath. You know, kids are older. They get to the place where they're doing their own thing. And you like, I wanted to do this. or I wanted to do that with them. And, you know, they were taken care of. But you'll find most of them will tell you, like, I just wanted you. I just wanted to spend some time with you. You know, we didn't have to go on the big extravagant trip, but I just wanted to do something. But, you know, I thank you for taking care. You took care of me. You took care of business. You you know, we didn't have a want or need when it came to that. But we also didn't have you. And there has to be a balance. So I'm not going to harp on that much longer, but it, it's a big thing. Um, one of the other ones that that uh, they talked about was the not enough trap or scarcity. And, you know, it, it's again, we, when we start talking about recession or you hear news of something's going to run out. People start having this mindset of, you know, it's not going to be enough for everybody. There's a there's a value that there's a value that's fixed to something, you know, opportunities that are fixed. So if you get this job, you know, if, if this person gets that gets a job, then that's that's one less job for you out there. And we know there are plenty of jobs out there. There's plenty of opportunities. And, and, and but again, if we have that mindset that, you know, what you get is is if you get if somebody else gets it, then it's not then that's something less for you to get. You know that again, that's that's a scarcity mindset. There is plenty out there and you have to make sure that you're not around people who have a limiting mindset. They're always they're always talking about there's not going to be enough. There's always going to be a shortage of this. There's always going to be a shortage of that. Or, you know, they they don't like when somebody else gets this opportunity because they that's believed to be the only opportunity for that thing. Somebody in your job gets a promotion. That means you'll never get a promotion. You know, so why try? Those those types of things. And when you got people like that around you, you'll start taking on that mentality unless you're unless you're actively fighting against it. But you will start taking on that mentality. And I can tell you, you know, I, I've had to back away from certain folks because of that kind of mentality, because I don't want to take that into my spirit or get that in my space to where I'm absor- I'm absorbing that. And you got to be real with yourself and and understand that. You know, everybody may not have that that abundance mindset, but there's plenty. If you guys look at the, you know, pay attention to the the, um, you know, the financial stuff, financial happenings of our country, you'll see they're constantly talk about a recession and talk about money. But what happens? They constantly print money. They're printing trillions of dollars to keep things going talk a recession and then everybody gets in fear and then what happens things pull back stock market look at the stock market everybody hears recession oh we're going to mortgage rates are going to go up but it happens all the time it happens in cycles and so if you if you live off of the fear then you'll never get to that next place of abundance when when now the market i'm just going to use stock market for example this is the time that you should be you should have been 
prior to this, you should have been positioned to buy certain stocks. Not all of them, but there are certain ones that you know are going to be around for a long time. And we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. This isn't the time to to sit back and I'm not saying everybody go spend a bunch of money on stocks. Because there's actually some other things that 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 you can do to protect your money. 401ks are going down. But see, people were were OK when they were in a, in a place of plenty. 401ks were shooting up, you know, crazy because the stock market was reaching all time highs for for the indexes and a lot of the, the big time companies. And so there was there was everybody was just getting fat. Now it's trimmed back. Same with crypto. But if your mindset is always about limiting, then, you know, you're going to be one of the ones who in five years from now, you're going to sit back and say, I wish I would have took advantage of of the market. And then even further, you'll be like, I wish I would have positioned myself because when times were good, I should have been taking a little bit and putting it to a side just because I knew it was going to come where come a time where finance, the financial um, industry is going to we're going to lose some stuff in stock. You're going to lose some stuff in, in now crypto. They call it the crypto winter. Some cryptocurrencies may not last, but there are some that are going to always be there. And that's a reason for that. So, again, don't get caught into that that scarcity mindset. Uh, one of the other ones that and, and this one's always interesting, but they call it the education trap. And when I think about education, an, edu- an educational trap, I think more about thinking that the only way to be successful and they kind of mentioned this too, but it really was more the of, of the only way to be successful in life is to get an education. Now, they said some things about, you know, education is just a piece of paper, you know, getting it. I don't necessarily agree with that. Yes, it is a, a piece of paper, but I look at getting an education. If that is something that you desire to do, it is worth it because getting the education, going through the process is, is something is an accomplishment for an individual. And I always encourage people, if you want to do that, go out there and do it. But that's not the only way. And that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be successful in life. But it it can help you be successful in life. It can give you, you know, college can give you skills and help you develop, you know, techniques that can help you in your business or in your um, in your in your corporate career. So it's it's not a bad thing. And I don't want to make it education sound like a bad thing. But the the trap is that you have to go to college and get a degree. And we see now that there are so many options out there. There are so many options for online courses, certifications um, to teach you certain things. There's, you know, technical schools that just focus on, you know, certain things that are around electronics and stuff like that. I mean, we've we know that there's auto diesel colleges out there uh, or you know, that, that will teach you stuff. There's there's so many different places where a traditional four year in university does not have to be the only way that you can be successful. College is more than just it's an education, but it's an experience. But for some people, they don't need that experience. Some people. You know, and it depends on what you want out of life and what you want with life. 
You know, it was it was a, a college for me was a, a, a period where I got a chance to mature, learn more about myself. And, and I enjoyed and I'm glad I went. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to have that same experience. And if your goal is just to go to college so you can because you think that's the only way you're going to get a job and be successful, then that's not true. And that's the trap that they want you that 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 they're saying and that I'm saying you need to avoid that. Because some people may not necessarily need to go to college. It may be a trade school. You may want to go to a construction school. You may want to take some certifications on how to build websites or how to manage uh, social media platforms in terms of uh, social media marketing and things like that. There are classes, there are courses out there that will teach you that stuff. How to buy and sell stock and trade stock, how to how to, you know, do the same thing with crypto, how to, um, you know, do different, you know, different skill sets and, and really looking at what your passion is and then figuring out how you can leverage that in 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 the marketplace. Colleges may not necessarily have that. But if you if there's something that you desire to do, then do that. And this is not to say that you that 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 becomes a trap. But if you desire to do it and that's something that you feel like, you know, you want to accomplish, then you do it because that is what you want to do. Don't fall into the trap of thinking I've got to do this and then you're not even going to go to to, you know, you're not going to use that degree uh, for the purposes of getting a corporate job, you're just going to start a business. But you may say, hey, I want to take some courses to teach me this, this and this. Well, you don't necessarily have to go to college for that. So that's where you don't want to get into that trap. Uh, not having a degree does not make you a failure. But just because you have a bunch of money doesn't make you successful because there are people on the other side that say, oh, look, I'm a multimillionaire. I've got all this money, but they lack other skill sets and they, and they lack in in relationships they lack in love they lack in other things so money doesn't make you successful necessarily but again it, it depends on the person some people they look at success as i got a bunch of money i got a bunch of jewelry and for them that's success so again that that's their thing but don't fall into the trap that the only way that you can be successful is education and you go and you spend a bunch of money to go to a top school that you can't afford to pay for and you have loans that you're going to have to take out. And then you're going to be in debt when you get out of school just to work a job that you really didn't want to necessarily work because your mindset was going wanted to be towards something else. But you got a degree because that's what everybody else was doing. That's what your other family members did. And they live comfortable lives. But that doesn't mean that it's necessarily, you know, the path that you have to take. So don't fall into that that trap. Um, one of the other ones that they talked about um, was the the quick fix. And it's called the quick fix trap. And it's it's always trying to find a quick fix to a situation. And that is that is one of the um, that's a trap that a, a lot of people fall into. You know, whether it's, you know, relationships, whether it's, you know, your job, whether it's, you know, money, whatever it is, you try to find the easy way out of it. And you're going to find out that you're going to put more effort. You're going to put more or the same effort into trying to find a quick fix to get you out of the situation versus 
taking the road that that you should tra- take and learn and take go through the process so that way you won't fall into that mistake of trying to find a quick fix to a to a problem or a challenge in your life you know you a lot of people they want to they want to get out of debt quick so they think of a quick fix well you know a quick fix is i'm gonna go get this payday loan you know you think about a payday loan and people say, I get, I can get, you know, they tell you, we can give you money right now up to X amount of money. And, you know, you'll, you, you'll do this and do that. The next thing you know, you've got all these crazy, um, all these crazy rates that you have to pay. And, you know, we get it, they get a percentage of your check and, and you find yourself always going to that place because you want to get that quick fix. You know, this isn't about drugs, but it's a quick fix to to get that problem resolved as quickly as possible. Instead of just saying, let's figure out, figure out better ways to do it. You know, that's where you find mentors or people that can help you get through those processes, because the quick fix mindset is not going to get you to where you need to be. And quick fixes are never meant to last. It's like putting a Band-Aid over, you know, a, a, a gaping wound. You may slow down some of it, but if you don't change, if you don't go get the root of the problem dealt with, that thing is going to get infected and, you know, the rest is it's not going to be good. So you really have to think about is the quick fix worth it? Is it going to truly get me to the place where not only am I not only am I am I getting the problem resolved, but am I learning so that I don't run into that problem again? And, you know, I, we explain my wife and I explain it to the kids, you know, sometimes you've got to go through it. You've got to go through the challenge. You've got to meet the challenge head on because that helps you grow. That helps you mature. You can't avoid those things. So the quick fix solution just, you know, it, it's a trap. You know, I say not solution, but it's, it's basically it's a trap. So try to avoid that as best as possible because it, it, it will put you in a in a bad situation because it never holds. It never lasts. And it's not meant to last because it's a quick fix. All right. Um, one of the other another thing they talked about was this this mindset or this this trap of always being in a hurry. And, and it's a, it's a trap because you're thought process or your actions of I'm always in a rush or always busy, busy, busy is, is being mistaken where everything is urgency, but it's, but it's lacking, but you're lacking productivity in your life. So it's kind of this mindset of urgency versus productivity. I'm always in a hurry. I'm always busy. You know, people will say, Oh, so-and-so is always busy. They must be doing well, but you're not producing anything. How many how many businesses do people have? You know, I've, I've seen people that they got 30 businesses or, you know, they're trying to launch all this stuff, but nothing has really been successful. My wife and I, we, we said the same thing with some of the stuff we do. Like we want to do this. We want to do that. We want to do all these things. But we've never. But, you know, I'm not saying we never. But you, if you don't focus on getting the first one, get take one and get that going. Then get built from there. But trying to just hurry up and get something out there because I'm afraid if I don't get it done, then if I don't stay urgent, stay on the go and make sure it happens, then, 
you know, I got to get all these things going because, you know, you fall into, you know, this is the being in the hurry trap. But then you start looking at the scarcity trap or limited time or thinking, you know, and then you realize I don't have all the time I thought I did. And if I don't get this business out there, somebody else is going to get it out there. You're just going back and forth, back and forth, you know, trying to trying to get things done. Everybody's like, oh, they're, they're so busy, always busy, you know, always busy doing stuff. You're always, you know, and I, and I hear people say that about me, like, well, we know y'all stay busy with this and that. And some of the stuff is just we got kids, we got, you know, things that we try to do. It's not that we're in a place of urgency because, you know, a lot of times we we want to make sure we're being productive. So the trap of being in a hurry is make sure that you are being production, being productive, make sure that you have something to show that's tangible for the reasons why you're busy. Don't just be busy and always in a hurry, but you're going nowhere. And I see that so many times, even even in how we live, you know, daily. You know, I, I was well, my wife and I went on our trip you know, at the airport, I say this all the time, you're sitting on the airplane, the door isn't open. There are folks that are in the back of the plane and they are standing up, grabbing their stuff and trying to push ahead. Now I get it. If there are people who are, have a connecting flight that they have to, they're trying to run off the plane to get to it or because their, their, their time is cut short. But these, a lot of these folks are just, they just, just in a hurry to go nowhere. Like you're standing up and doing all this stuff. They haven't even opened the door yet. You haven't been cleared to open the door. We're sitting out on the runway, you know, waiting to get to the gate, you know, and then they're standing up you know, like, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? You can't go anywhere. The door isn't even open to the plane, but you're always in a hurry, always trying to go, always doing something. Being a busybody does not translate into productivity. Have something to show for the time that you're putting into it, uh, for the time that you put into stuff. If you're going to always be on the go and always be in a hurry, you know, make sure that you're being productive in that time that you when you when you're doing these things. Otherwise, you're never going to get something done. You're always going to be behind the eight ball or you're always going to, you know, fall behind and fail at delivering things that you're supposed to deliver. I mean, we had that conversation with somebody at my job person is always always finding different things to do but when we give them certain projects and say we need this project done it's always a delay because they were working on all this other stuff and everybody talks about oh they're always this person's always so busy so we said look we're going to prioritize the work that you do we're going to give you we're going to structure it for you so that way you can work within that. And they struggle with that because they just want to be busy. Now, they like to help people, but we're like, here, we want you to stay focused because we need your expertise to get these things knocked out. But they're always in a hurry, always trying to get to that next thing, always trying to stay busy. You know, and it's like a laser pointer with a cat. You know, and see, they see that. Oh, got to go to this. Oh, you move the laser pointer. They're jumping over there. I'm like, got to stay focused. Because you've done, you've touched a lot of things in terms of what we needed you to do, but nothing is ready to deliver. And that's a problem. So if if I'm, if I'm as a manager, if I'm trying to, um, you know, if I have to sit here and, and rate your job performance in terms of delivery, it wouldn't be great because you really haven't delivered much. 
you've done a lot of different things, but there's nothing that's been finalized and that's not good. So that's how a lot of us are with our life. We're always on the go, always doing something, but we have nothing really tangible to show. So that's something that we definitely want to make sure that we're not getting in that trap of, of just always in a hurry. Cause that's a, that's a, that can be a very much so a false, um, that can be a false, a false thing for us in life. Um, pride. There's always that. And we, people know the, the pride trap and you say, well, what is the pride trap? What does the pride trap mean? The pride trap is that I, we do things not for ourselves, not because it's the it, it's because we desire to do it, but because we see other people do it. And we're too proud to say that we we're, we're too proud to, to say that we can't, you know, that we can't do this or we choose not to. Not that we can't, but we choose not to do this. We want to show people that we are successful. We want to show people that we've got money. We want to show people that we can do all these things. And that pride will get in the way and you fall into that trap of, well, so-and-so has this kind of designer bag. So I got to make sure you have this kind of designer bag. So-and-so has this type of car. So I have to go buy that type of car because I want to show people that I'm this, I'm that. And when you have that mindset, you're going to fall into a place of, you know, at, at keeping up. It's a trap of trying to keep up with the Joneses. But you may not know that the Joneses are over there swimming in debt because they're running up credit card bills to look the lifestyle that they look like the lifestyle that they that they desire to have. But they're not in any place to do that. Meanwhile, on the other hand, you're working your butt off. You and your family are trying to make sure that you don't have debt. You're, you're working and doing the things that you need to do in this season to ensure that you, if you wanted to, if you desire to go purchase a designer, you know, some designer article of clothing or, you know, shoes or something like that, you can go do it if you desire to it, to do it. And you don't have to think about it. You can just go out there and do it. That's the place where we want to be. Not that, okay, well, I'm going to go and sweat and go buy, you know, I'm going to be stressed out going to buy, you know, those expensive shoes because so-and-so has them. So I feel like, well, you know, they're no better than me. I I can go get those kind of shoes and I can go buy that kind of stuff. And then you're going to find yourself in that position where you're doing things that it's a trap. You're doing things to to impress people who you know, you assume that that they're doing it because some people may be doing it. Some people may be able to do it without having to worry about debt. They're not in any kind of debt. They just have the money to do it. But you have to know the place that, you know, you're in. You can't, you know, hear people say at a time, you can't count another man's, you know, you can't, you don't, you can't know what it or count what's in another man's wallet. You can't. And most of the time, they're not going to tell you. But people just that, that, that pride gets in the way or, you know, the pride to to, you know, be honest and just, you know, say, hey, we're working on something. I may not be able to go on this trip because, you know, we're 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 trying to save up money to buy our next house or we're trying to save up money to buy a rental place or we're trying to save up money to to get this business off the ground. And we're close. I was talking to a friend, you know, a good friend of mine, and he was like, you know, 
I had to I had to make some changes. I had to sacrifice. I could have he's I had money. I could have went to go buy a new place for me and my kids. But he said, you know what? I I knew that where I was at at the time was going to allow me the afford me the opportunity to um, save up money so that I can get my business off the ground. And so he made a sacrifice. For over a year, I'm going to sacrifice this. Because I know where I'm trying to go, but his pride, you know, you know, if pride would have kicked in, he'd be like, no, I got to. I can't have people, you know, I'm talking about I'm a successful businessman, this, that, and the other. You know, I got to look the part. No, that's the, that's going to get you in trouble. So that pride thing you got to watch out for. We all do. When I say y'all, we we all do have we have to do that. Uh, same thing. You know, it kind of goes with the lifestyle trap. I mean, you talk about inflation and lifestyle trap, you know, as as you know, and what it, what it means is it's really the lifestyle inflation trap. And what that means is when you get you, you come into some more money, your your income increases, you know, whether it's a job, business, um, you know, or just any you, you increase your money. And so you immediately increase your lifestyle. That's 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 the trap. And my wife and I, we talked about this and I think we might have talked about it on the podcast one time. But there was a point in time where every time one of us got a new job, we felt like we had to go get it. And it's mostly me, but we felt like, oh, we got to go get a new car or, you know, we got to go buy this expensive thing, you know, because we we're making more money now. So we got a little bit more. We can be a little bit more loose with our budget instead of saying now we can accelerate the process. Now, that only happened at the very beginning of our, of our relationship, we have obviously gotten a lot better, um, but it took some time. It took it took time for me to understand that, you know, and, and even, you know, for both of us, you know, her to say, no, this is this is what we need to we need to maintain where we're at. We don't need to go out there and try to spend a bunch of money just because we can make because we're making more money, because that's that's going to be a, a waste of time. We're trying to pay off things. We're trying to, you know, budget to to save up to go on these vacations we like to go on or if we want to buy another car or pay off our current car you know eliminating debt you know you can do that sometimes without even having to take on another job and this is for those that are you know have jobs like you know eliminating debt it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have to work two or three more jobs you can start with the job you have now and and figure out are there things that I can cut out of my my weekly, monthly expenses that I can put towards paying off a bill? You know, this whole snowball effect. But with that, it, it's it's you've got to have that mindset that because my lifestyle has imp- have has improved because of that, I got to go spend more. I got to go do this. I got to treat myself because I deserve it. OK, but. 28 days later when that, that that billing cycle hits if you charged it or you know or if you signed something and you know car note and you got a five to now eight years i think now they get into 10 years for a car loan now you're locked into this thing and and you know because you you thought i'm making more money like my i desire so much to get a tesla and i've made that known now, can my wife and I afford for me to go get a Tesla? We can afford it. But the question is, is it a priority? Is it is it 
something that we need to do, because just because we may have had increases in our lifestyle in terms of, you know, monetary things that have increased, doesn't mean that we have to take on going to get that car right now. Now, I'm claiming it and I'm going to get it, but it's going to be for the right circumstances under the right reason. And when it's released, when God releases me to go get that. Not because I'm I'm being, you know, I'm, be, I'm being an impulsive buyer or being emotional about it because I deserve to have this. I work hard. No, that's not why I'm going to get it, because then I'll feel a certain kind of way once I get it. And I know that if I find out it's something that I really didn't need to do at that time. So I'm going to keep driving my 2015 Toyota Avalon and my wife's got her 2018 Highlander that she likes to drive. And we both got cars that we desire to get and we're going to get them. But for now, we're going to keep it moving to what we have. So don't get into that lifestyle inflation trap. If you got a plan, if you're working through a process to pay off debt, to eliminate debt, stay with it. Keep doing that because that's how you get ahead. And again, you look at it for a season. It's for a season. It's not permanent. But if you do it now, especially for those folks that are younger, if you start now with that mentality, when you get to be, you know, even my age of 40 something, you'll figure out, you'll see like I'm, I'm in a much better place. And then we're trying to teach our kids that whole thing. Like it, it may be somewhat of delayed gratification, but it's worth it. And it doesn't have to be that long, but, it, you know. Just got to get your mind conditioned for it. We'll do a couple more things. Um, and I think this one is pretty good. It's called the savior and expectation trap. So when you talk about the savior trap from the savior position, it's kind of two different two different viewpoints of it. But from the savior trap portion of it, you know, you're in your life, you're always doing things or you're always waiting to do things because there's a um, there's expectation that someone's going to come in and do it for you. Somebody's going to come in and save the day. You're waiting for people. Um, I remember in, in church, <laughs> Pastor mentioned, you know, Pastor, I already mentioned about, um, you know, people who go out to dinner and they always expect him to pick up the check. You know, because they, they feel like, well, he may have more than them, you know, financially and, you know, or they just assume like, oh, possible invited me out to dinner. I'm going to pay. It's that mindset that, you know, and, and sometimes people say what well, etiquette is. If you if somebody invites you out to dinner, you know, they may, you know, some people have that mindset that you're supposed to pay. If you invite me to dinner, you're going to pay. And that's OK, you know, the first time. But. If it's a mutual decision, hey, let's go out to eat. You can't always assume that that person is going to be there. So that that savior and that and it's a, it's a it's a the 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 concept around it, you know, maybe pretty trivial, but it's it's the thought that that you know somebody's always going to have to be there to take care of you to do this for you. You can't do it for yourself. You can't be the person who treats the the person out, you know, treat the person to dinner or lunch or whatever it is pick up the tab, you know, but it's just that, that mindset of you got to wait for somebody else to do for you to come save you from a situation. You know, and it's funny because, you know, I've listened to this, this, um, uh, this podcast quite a few times on this topic 
And, you know, just recently had a conversation with one of our kids, you know, with a couple of our kids, you know, just and we tell them this a lot. But, you know, we tell them that our goal is to put you in a position where, you know, you don't necessarily need us. You know, and, and I know our kids will always need us in some way, you know, just as because we're parents, but we want you to be independent, you know, and if, if you do need us, we'll obviously we'll be there to help, but we don't want it to be where you're always dependent on us to be able to do things. So we teach them about putting yourself in a position where you can be independent, where you can take care of yourself and you should want to be in that position. And we, we constantly do that. So you don't need a savior to always pull you out of, of you know, situations, you know, and, and, you know, they're always they're not always bad situations. But again, it's, it's that mindset. And the other part of the savior and an expectation trap is the expectation part of it. Um, and it's kind of like, uh, well, I want to mention something else about the savior before I go to expectation. But for the savior part. You know, from you or me trying to always save somebody, we're trying to change them. And it, we get into a trap where and it's, it's a trap because it can ruin relationships. You know, you come across people who, you know, you want them, you want them to be this person, you want them to be that person. And, and it's just not them. It's not on them. It's not they're not that kind of person. Um, and you think it's your job because you may have you know, experience some level of success and you want that person to have that same level. So you try to basically change them into something where they may something, it may change them into something where they may not be that kind of person. It's not our job to change people and, and, and have the expectation that they're going to receive or they're going to change based off of what we feel. That's not our job. That's not your job to change somebody. And so when you think about the concept of marriage and when you talk about savior and expectations, you know, a lot of people try to change somebody in a relationship and then they think that that person is going to be they, they have an expectation of this person to be different than what they are. Um, and so they marry them off of that potential, off of that expectation. So. You know, to to all my married people or just people that have been in long term relationships or whatever, you know, think about that. The person that you are, are, are with before you got married, would you have married them if they never would have changed from who they are? Now, again, you can't change them. So if they stayed the same way, you know, obviously they grow, people grow mature, but if they pretty much stayed the same way. You know, those characteristics or those things that you just, you know, may not necessarily agree with. Could you could you stay with them? Ten years out, could you still be with them? Because if you if you can't, then you should think about that before you get married to them, because everybody does not necessarily change the way you want them to. Now, again, through communication, everything else, you know that there's there's always an opportunity through prayer obviously there, there's always opportunities for people to change but more so you changing yourself because i can't like my wife and i like we can't change each other necessarily we have to want to change ourselves and the change in ourselves if 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 you truly love your spouse 
you want to be the best person, the best you know spouse for them by being your best person. And, you know, through time that may get that should get reciprocated. Because she's going to, you know, from my, my situation, you know, if I'm being the best husband I can be and, and giving my all and, and listening to her and hearing, you know, the things that she desires from me, you know, again, my wife can't necessarily just go in and, and push a button and change me. But she can also tell me what she desires, what she what she desires for me to, to do or to be. And then it's up to me to figure out if I want to make those changes. But I've got to be on board with it. And, and that's a difference that a lot of people don't think about. Um, so, you know, again, it, it's it's something that you need to think about. And, and, but don't get caught in that trap of I got to change people or I've got, you know, I've got this expectation because you're going to be disappointed and people are going to be disappointed in you because some people may look at you and want you to be a certain way. And you're like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not who I am. You know, so those are things that you definitely want to look at. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to do one more. Um, and this one was kind of interesting, but it's called like the sunken, the sunken. Well, if you think about the movie, uh, I can't think of the name of it now, but it's a Jordan Peele movie. Um, and I forgot the name of it, but you know, the sunken place where this is called the sunk, sunk cost, sunken cost trap, or just, you know, just the sunk trap. But think about um, a situation or people who have been in the same job for, you know, years. I can think of a lot of people and they're they're They know that it's time for them to leave. They know it's, they, they know that the job isn't the place to be, but they're afraid to leave because of the unknown. So they're in this sunken place where they're just like, I, I got to stay here. Because it's I know what to expect, even though this place is draining me for everything that I have, you know, it's not killing you, but it's draining you and it's 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 taxing to you. And you know that it's time for you to go. And you probably known that for a while. And, you know, if you've been praying, God probably told you to leave. Um, I, I had that situation before, you know, but, you know, my own fear kept me in a place longer than I needed to. But think about that, you know, being in a place where I'm in this job for, you know, all these years and, you know, I I know that I need to leave and there's other things that I can do out there, but I'm afraid because I don't think I'm good enough. And so I'm stuck here. I'm stuck in this job and I'm miserable. I'm unhappy, but I'm here because it's paying my bills. And, And that's one of the things where it's almost like the job has become your source. I can't leave it. I'm too afraid. It's the same thing. There's relationships that we've been in. Marriages or, you know, just long term relationships or just toxic relationships with people that, you know, we're comfortable in that in that toxicity that we're going to just stay here. I'm going to stay in this marriage because, yeah, we got X number of kids and, you know, the cost of living is crazy, but you're not happy. And five years turns to 10 years, 10 years turns to 20 years. And next thing you know, you know, you've spent a good portion of your your life in a situation that you didn't necessarily need to be in. It's a sunken place. 
And we have to learn that we can't fear change. Change is inevitable. Change is the only way that you're going to grow. Getting out of that bird's nest, flying. It's the only way you're going to do it. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. I know. We all know it's hard. But avoiding it will stunt our growth. And that's the sunken place. I mean, you're really just there, you know, witnessing all this stuff and everything's happening around you. And, you know, you, you are you you know that you need to go. But you're afraid of the unknown. That fear of the unknown is is that that is that sunken place. That is that sunken trap. And it's like you got to get out of there. We have to get out of there. We can't stay in that place. So. I just want everybody to understand that there are plenty trap there are plenty of traps in life. There are plenty of things that that life would throw at you, the enemy would throw at you that we will do to ourselves and be our own enemies and our own enemy and we will put ourselves in and get caught up in these traps that sometimes they're hard to get out of. And and then we'll be too prideful to ask for help. You know, again it goes back to pride. You know, we don't want to ask for help because you know, it'll make us look weaker. It'll make us look like we're incompetent. It'll make us look like, oh, you know, I'm asking somebody to to help me out or to, to show me this. Like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm ignorant to that. You know, and, and that pride thing will get you in trouble. Think about this. There are billionaires, millionaires out there to have have people coach them. And you think to yourself, well, this person has all this money. Why do they have people coach them? Because that, that, that person, that coach helps them to stay focused. It keeps them on that path of success. It keeps them, you know, on that path of, ta- of their, you know, staying with their vision and not letting things distract them. That's why they have them. And, and, and the, the person, the, you know, the coach may not make as much money as that person. But they're doing what they love to do and they're successful in their own right. And it's helping that person who is the billionaire millionaire make, you know, keep their life together and, and bring meaning to the process, bring meaning to them and, and, and keep them engaged so that they can continue to build the empire that they're trying to build or that they have already built. You don't just get to a place and make a million dollars or billions of dollars and just say, OK, I'm just going to stop. My life ends here. no. There's always something different. There's always a way to to, you know, ensure that there is meaning for all that you accomplished. I've heard I read somewhere where he may not be the best example, but I read somewhere where Bill Gates has basically said he's at a point right now where, you know, he he doesn't care about being on the the richest person's list he's giving away money or not giving away but he's you know finding better uses for his money because he knows he has more money than he would ever need in in you know a hundred lifetimes and he him and his wife they are very much so you know they have a, a, a you know they're philanthropists they're out there doing you know doing different things and and it's cool you know sometimes you may not agree with them but they've made a decision that they want to use their money for other things and there's other people like that because you can't take it with you so you know just don't fall in that that that, that's going back to the trap thing is you know if you need help get it if you if you're if you're in a situation where you see that you know you 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 want to grow 
you know, you find people with the same mindset, with the same morals and values that you have, but maybe doing things at a, at a much higher place. You want to find those people and, and link up to them and, and they you know, and, and show them because, you know, statistics say, you know, if you're around, let's say you're in a group of five, it's five of you guys, or six of you, you know, it's five millionaires, you know, you're on your way to being the six because they're going to influence you that way. If you're truly in, in, a, in a relationship with that person or those folks, you know, if you're around people who you know, I'm not going to call them losers, but if you're because that's what they called it. But if you're around people who are not um, they have a poverty mindset, they, they have limit, they have that scarcity thinking. And, you know, some people say that stinking thinking, you know, you would be the sixth person with that. And you may not see it all the time, but you pick up that stuff and it's easy. You can pick it up from family members that you're around all the time. Parents, you know, sometimes you pick up that stuff unless you unless you purposely put yourself in a position where you don't. And you're like, I'm fighting against this. I bind this, you know, and I rebuke it because that's not who I want to be. I want to do more. I have I want to experience more. And that's how it should be. So, again, I thank everybody for listening uh, I hope that you got something from this as always, you know, we're all about expanding and, and building kingdom citizens that are that are prospering in every way of their lives, not just financially, but mentally, spiritually and physically, along with financially. So as a kingdom heir, you were created to flow and everything that you were purposed and plan been purposed and planned for in your life. So go out there, be great and flow. Love you guys. I'll check you out next time.